Welcome everybody to another COVID combo uh, where we have real conversations with real people about what well-being looks like in a pandemic. And today I've got my team with me today. I've got Grizzy and Simon. Grizzy, how are you going in Belgium? Yeah, really good. So excited for this conversation. So excited. Awesome. <laughs> and Simon, how are you going? It's early morning for us, man. 6 a.m. Yeah, early morning, mate, but uh, I'm awake now and yeah, looking forward to it as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, easy to wake up when we've got something um, so well worth it. Uh, we've got a, a real um, inspiration of ours and important figure in the field of positive psychology with us, Dr. Paul Wong. Uh, Dr. Would you like to tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Introduce yourself. Um, what do we need to know about you? You want me to talk about my professional self or about my real self? I, uh, well, it's an open invitation. What do you want the audience to know about you? Do you want them to know your professional self or your real self? Okay, professionally, uh, I am a psychologist and I'm a pastor and I am a researcher and clinician. My true self is I'm a, I'm a poor guy without a country. Okay, I look Chinese. But I despise my government, Chinese government. So I'm a Canadian, but I'm not fully accepted by Canada because I'm Chinese. Mm -hmm. So I'm no country, no home. Uh, also, poor me uh, is not accepted by any school of psychology. Uh, humanist psychology seems I'm too positive. How psychologists and I'm too humanistic. So, so this is my, my blessing, this is my problem and my blessing because I am lost, uh, I'm uh, marginalized, ostracized, so I have to find my own way. So that is my strength and my blessing. That's all. I'm so glad to hear that from someone like you, uh, Paul. Uh, my background is very similar. So I'm Fijian Indian. So the Indians that were living in Fiji that came to Australia, and uh, yeah. now we have a population here, but we, we're not even from Fiji. Like we got taken from India to Fiji by the British. So, you know, I have no, so we, we no, home, sure. no, no idea of who I am or where I'm from. Um, yeah. And, like you said, it's a, it's a hard road to walk when you when you have don't have roots, yeah, right? Yeah. Or your roots disown you in a, in a kind of way. But so, it, it does yeah. offer a certain uh, privilege. You get to open up your perspective, things that you so, didn't yeah. get to see before. You can see now. So so I took up my roots. My roots uh, go back five thousand years mm -hmm. in China, right? But also I took up roots in Western in the Western country. So my struggle is how to integrate East and West. Mm. Yeah, so, so that is my proud challenge and also my strength to be able to integrate East and West. Paul, I'm wondering that fundamental real you, 
this struggle to integrate East and West. How, how are you seeing that come out with everything that's happening with COVID? Yeah, so I, um, I find it's very, uh, it's very beneficial for me because I, I can see something that my friends in the West do not see. Mm-hmm. Also, I see something my Chinese friends in the East do not see. So in, in other words, I'm able to have a broader view of, of things. So the truth is always somewhere in between. Now, Kipling says, East and West never meet, okay? I'm saying that East and West must meet in the middle. Mm. So that's where the balance comes, that's where the happiness comes. Mm. Happiness is always found in the middle. Mm. Can you elaborate a little bit? What, what are some of the things that the East is seeing that the West isn't seeing? And what are some of the things the West is seeing but the East isn't seeing? I'm saying that you have to look at the middle, between mm. East and West. That's where it's a sweet spot. Paul, mm. oh, I'm interested. What's, how's your life been affected by the, uh, the COVID situation at the moment? How's, um, how are you traveling and uh, yeah, how, how are your family? Okay, that's a good question. You know, in many ways, I'm grateful for, for this COVID-19 crisis because it is like an, a, a, a message from God or a message from nature. It's a call to awaken us from our materialistic pursuit, from our selfishness, from our false belief, that a good time is here forever. It tells us that this world, the life is fragile, this world is full of danger. We better be, we better be wise up. We better be, what's that mean? <laughs> Sorry, Paul, I was just flagging that I wanted to ask the next question to my, um, mm-hmm friends there so you please keep keep talking okay okay so i'm just saying that it you make the point uh it helped me to make my point easier to my public psychology friends i usually tell them that that well-being and happiness it can only be built on the foundation of suffering they'll poo poo me they don't want to listen I say, no, see, see, I'm right, okay? I say, now we suffer, but we can still be happy. Mm. When we're able to find true joy in the midst of isolation, in the midst of loneliness and the fear, you're able to find out a, a, a way to rejoice. That's a deeper joy. That's the joy of contentment. A joy of being flexible, like water, okay, flow in any situation. Mm-hmm. It is a joy of, of not depending on external circumstances. It is a joy 
they come from deep within us. So, so that is, I think that is the best part that the, the OECD ways of, of positive intervention, whatever, uh, some of, most of them are no longer, no longer useful. For example, one part of psychology intervention was saying that, oh, go to concert, I go to sports, they can happy, but now we can, right? Because of quarantine. So, so I'm saying that, that your inner world is much richer than the outside world. It's time for us to start to travel down the road less traveled, less down the path less traveled. It's time for us to explore the inner richness, the world of transcendental value, uh, the world, the rich, the rich wisdom that we need to learn. Okay? You go to extreme and go, go not seek more and more happiness, but be content. We have found inner peace to be calm in the midst of a storm. So this the COVID-19 really offer us wonderful opportunities to discover how beautiful the world is and, and how, how, how good the world is. The goodness, the beauty, the, the creativity, all kinds of people start come up with, with innovations and inventions to meet a crisis. So it's, ah, creativity and innovation don't actually come from, from positivity. It's not a broaden and build. It's deep and wide. Paul, that, that sounds like a great example of uh, what you were saying before about East meeting West and some of the ancient wisdom uh, mm -hmm. going deeper and looking at contentment rather than, yeah, the sort of... My more, my more. Um, I'm just wondering, though, particularly in the West, you know, we're always looking for, well, well, how do you do it? And, you know, in positive psychology, particularly in the early days, there was, you know, your gratitude interventions, um, which is sort of alluded to, but getting to those deeper sources of, uh, of happiness or contentment. Um, do you have any, any um, sort of suggestions for our listeners about how they might approach it? Okay. Now, we all know the intervention of three good things, right? So, in all situation, sometimes, right now, sometimes every day is so stressful and all the bad things happening, people dying around us, People are hurting, people are grieving. It's difficult to mention three good things every day. So now I'm suggesting, why don't we change the term rather than three good things? When we talk about three blessings in disguise, three blessings in painful situations. You can always find something good no matter how bad a situation. So that blessing that you discover actually is more meaningful, more satisfying, more helpful than the good things of, of happy events, right? So the, the most meaningful things that, that you value, you treasure for a lifetime, often you discover in the midst of sorrow, in the midst of darkness, when you discover a light in the darkness, so that light means something. 
Yeah, I see it. So a light bulb turning turn turn on inside you. It discovers something, right? So that's deeper. So it's called I call it accentual gratitude. And also the accentual gratitude, for example, that, that the fact I can breathe. As long I can breathe, that is hope. Right? So I say, I'm not gonna kill myself. Long as you can breathe, some people struggle for breath, they're dying because they can't breathe. How lucky I am, I can breathe. Oh my god, I can breathe. I love can breathe, there's hope. That is, that is creativity, possibility for creativity. That possibility for building relationship. So we are made for happiness through relationships, through relationship, through creativity. Relationship, creativity often develop in a mess in time like this. Okay? So we're able to develop deeper relationship. We're able to discover deeper joy or creativity with what we have, with a little resource that we have, being logged in. Okay? Mm. Any question? Reminds me of uh, this poem that I really love. Uh, I don't know if you've ever read Khalil Gibran's uh, poem, but he's a beautiful poet that was uh, in America, but uh, had, I think, Arabic uh, background. Uh, and he wrote this sweet uh, poem called The Prophet, and he, there's a poem in there called Joy and Sorrow. And uh, basically, the whole premise is joy and sorrow are one right? They're not separate. And the deeper that sorrow can carve into your heart, the more joy you can hold. Yeah. Mm. So the only, the only Arab uh, poet I know is uh, Rami. Is it Rami Arab? Yeah, Rumi, yeah. Rumi, I only know Rumi, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so that's exactly, it's the whole thing, okay? I, I, told, I told my positive psychology friends, I say, if you want to be happy, you must think about the Opposite. So here's the reason why, okay? If you think in terms of the opposite, then when you are truly happy, you don't get overboard. You don't get, you know, you don't like to puff up or blow up a balloon. You might say, oh, happiness will pass. There will be, there might be sorrow ahead. So you tone down, right? When successful, you will not be too arrogant because you say, ah, tomorrow I may crash, I may fail, right? So similar opposite help to keep you in balance, right? On the other hand, when you fail, when you are lost your job, when the opposite, say, oh, don't be too sad. You are now at a rock bottom. Whenever you go, you're going up. Right? So, so this thing about duality, keep us to maintain calmness and balance and center. So we're able to maintain our center. Yes? It's like, um, I think there's something in here about simplicity. Because when you go too far down one path, that path is ever expanding, right? And like, we know that happiness is relative. So as we increase in our happiness, the things that make us happy, the, the needle keeps moving. Right. But like you said, I, I've been 
having the same sensation and finding simple finding happiness in simple things like breathing in being mindful of breath and recognizing what a gift that is right now in a world where so many people are dying because they can't breathe right and it seems ironic or it seems you know too simple almost but there is an immense happiness and gratitude that comes with that my partner's talking about that all the time you know just the fact that we live in a country where we can open a tap and running water comes out is enough to be happy about but here's the key, okay? Mm-hmm. I often give part of color say, oh, I want to be happy and happy, happier. I want optimal happier. You see, I come to this Eastern thinking, you do not seek, you want to happy, happy, happier, optimal, maximize. That's the wrong way. The middle way. The middle way is the comfortable space. Don't, don't, be too, don't seek too much. Be content with what you have. So, so if you look at more and more, that is the recipe for disappointment. When you have unrealistic expectations, you're bound to be disappointed, right? But you have realistic, say, oh, love is hard. I should be contented with what I have. I don't want to be happier. I'm very happy. I'm already happy. Then you are really happy, right? <laughs> so, so, of simplicity. The path to simplicity is go through complexity. See, again, see, it's, it's a paradox, right? If you say, oh, I want to be simple-minded, the simple-minded, that's childish. True simplicity, like Einstein said, you truly understand the complex theories, you truly understand everything, then when you go really deep, it's very simple. The truth is very simple. The truth is shared by East and West. But let's go deeper. So officially, it's different because different culture express, uh, articulate the truth differently. So you look at superficial things. Oh, how is different, different? But if we all go, if we all did go deeper, the deeper you dig, the more similar we are because we're all human beings, share the same human nature. So that's why simplicity only comes from seeking deeper. <clears throat> simplicity on the far side of complexity, Paul, is something. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's deeper. You have to understand it. You know, be open-minded. Be open-minded. Do not reject, oh, you're, you're not a part of the car, you're a humanist, I reject you. Oh, we can reject him, okay? But we're, we're like a, a saddle, what call that? Saddle effect, right? Saddle effect. Everybody have little warlock territory. If we are open-minded, be citizens of the world. No East, no West, no Jews, no Chinese, and no Black, no, no White. We're all human beings. If we think we're thinking in an open-minded way, that we're more likely to get to the bottom. Paul, I'm interested, a lot of this connects to, um, to what we, we know you for, which is, um, the, well, what I know you best for, which is the Positive uh, Psychology 2.0 um, yeah. paper that you wrote. And I'm interested, what motivated that? What, where did that come from? Was it personal? Was it professional? Or yeah. was it a combination? Okay. 
Yeah, okay. I the basically second way part psychology for me has two parts. The first part is existential parapsychology. So the, 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 from my personal experience, saying that parapsychology is shallow. It doesn't deal with the dark side of human existence. The essential part of human existence is all limitations of frailty, uh, of fragility. You have to not accept the human, the human limitation and the, the, the dark side, the shadow of our proclivity towards evil. Uh, you have to accept the dark side, then our past psychology is shallow. It cannot stand, cannot pass the test of COVID-19. If you accept suffering as a foundation, then your happiness is on solid ground. Okay, the first part. The second part of second way past psychology is indigenous psychology. That is, even though we all share the human nature, we all share the same basic understanding, the same experience, but because of our language, our historic, different uh, history, so we express experience and articulate our happiness, our sorrow differently. For example, my friend uh, Tim Lamont discovered that, that their happiness was not translatable. But it's a different experience, okay? So, 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 so therefore, to really understand happiness, we need to study the, the happiness from Eastern perspective, from Western perspective, from Indian perspective, from Chinese perspective, come deeper by studying different culture. At bottom, we found they're the same. See, the only way we can find true happiness, the real meaning of happiness, is by looking at indigenous psychology of different cultures. So you only focus on American or European, then our theorizing or understanding of psychology is by definition limited. Limited to our language, limited to our culture. So it cannot benefit humankind very much. But on the other hand, if we have a really cross culture, we start respect other cultures, and then we're able to come understanding that is that other people can resonate with. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This has been such a rich and deep conversation itself. But we're running out of time, and I just want to give you an opportunity. Is there anything that we haven't had the chance to talk about today that oh. you'd really like to, you know, you really want people to know, given everything that's going on? Okay. I just uh, want to say thank you for the opportunity to talk to you guys. You seem to understand. I can see that I'm not going to a wall that you guys understand, okay? So, so I, will, I will appreciate that you can spread the world, that the little guy Paul Wong, that's got something to say. <laughs> okay, thank you very much.
<laughs> it was an absolute pleasure, Paul. Thank you so much for making the time in your day. Um, we've loved having you. Uh, for all of our viewers out there, go deep. Now is an opportunity, and that's what Paul is saying, to, to go deeper. Um, go deeper, go deeper. That's the way to go. Go deeper, not high, not more, yeah. more, 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 deeper. <laughs> um, and if you want to go deeper, please go deeper on our subscribe button and hit the like and the share and leave a comment about how you like to, to go deeper. Um, but that's all about all of it for today. And, and I'll, I'll Thank say you very now. much. Okay. Just stay Bye -bye. healthy, world. <laughs> Bye -bye. God, God bless. <laughs>